0: Here's an example that um, is similar, but written a little differently. Solve for y given dy dx equals x squared minus 2x plus 9. And you're given some more information. y equals 2 when x equals 0. So first of all, deal with finding a family of functions, of a family of solutions to this equation, dy dx equals x squared minus 2x plus 9. So what did you differentiate to get dy dx? You differentiate y with respect to x, right? So that actually is just y, right? The derivative of y with respect to x is called dy dx. So the left-hand side of the equation is just y. Just like when you take f prime of x and you anti-differentiate, you write f of x. It's just a different notation. What did you differentiate with respect to x to get x squared? Right, x cubed over 3, right? And then we have minus 2x squared over 2, adding 1 to the exponent and dividing by the new exponent, plus 9x, then plus some constant c that we don't know. Now, if we didn't get any more information than just the derivative, dy dx, then this would be the most that I could say for my answer. 1 third x cubed minus x squared plus 9x plus c. However, they gave us more information. So we're able to find a particular solution to this equation, not just with a generic, generic plus c in there. So the information is y equals 2 when x equals 0. So in place of y, I put 2. And in place of x, I put 0. These are always the easiest, well, not always, but often. The easiest kinds of particular solutions when they give you x equals 0. Because every time you put in for x, the term goes away if it's a nice polynomial like this one. So 2 equals 0 plus 0 plus 0 plus c. So c is 2. So my solution is y equals 1 third x squared, my min- sorry, cubed, minus x squared plus 9x plus, I replace c with 2. And that's my solution to the equation. Now because this is a special kind or a specific kind of problem where you're taking an equation that represents a derivative and you're solving for what the original function was, y is a function of x, we call this The solution to a differential equation. I mentioned that it's very similar to what we had done before, but we're using a different notation, dy dx. We're using dy dx instead of f prime of x. Remember, this is called differential notation. And so this is a differential equation. And the act of solving a differential equation just means find out what y is. Find out the y, value, the y function that you differentiated to get dy dx. And they need to give you some more information so you can figure out c. So that's um, the first example of solving a differential equation. Let's do another one. dy dx equals 3 minus 2 over x plus x squared. And then uh, we're told y equals 5 when x equals 1. So the first step is to just find the general solution, y equals something, and it'll have a constant of integration in it. So what did you differentiate to get dy dx? You differentiated y with respect to x to get dy dx. So the first thing you write on the left-hand side is just 1y equals, what did you differentiate with respect to x and get 3? 3x minus, what did you differentiate with respect to x and get 2 over x? Well, the 2 is just like a coefficient. And 1 over x comes from differentiating what, fu- what function? Natural log absolute value x. Why do I need the absolute values? Because I don't want to plug negatives in for x when I'm taking the natural log. And up here, 2 over x um, doesn't say that x couldn't be negative. So I have to say minus 2 natural log of the absolute value of x plus What did you differentiate to get x squared? Add 1 to the exponent, divide by the new exponent, x cubed over 3, plus some constant that we don't know yet. So the general solution to the differential equation is y equals 3x minus 2 natural log absolute value x plus x cubed over 3 plus c. Now, I know this is all really exciting, but general solution is not quite good enough for us. We want the particular solution and the reason why we can't settle for a general solution is because they gave us more information that we haven't taken into account. So what I've written so far, if I wanted to, and I don't want to, but if I wanted to, I would graph this function and then imagine adding c to the function which shifts it up and down on the y-axis. So. I have an infinite number of possible solutions possible functions here I need to find the one that has the point 1 comma 5 on it right when X is 1 y is 5 so that's the point 1 comma 5 on the graph now I could try to use trial and error but it's a lot easier to just plug in 1 for X into the formula replace y with 5 and solve for C so y equals 5 X equals 1. Mercifully, X equals 1, because what's the natural log of the absolute value of 1? That's good. We have 1 cubed over 3 plus the thing I'm looking for. So 5 equals 3 minus 2 times 0, so that's 0, plus a third, plus C. So, C is whatever you need to add to 3 and a third in order to get 5, isn't it? But I could just say 5 equals, you can either say 3 and a third or you can get a common denominator. 9 thirds plus 1 third is 10 thirds plus C. So, C is 5 minus 10 thirds. 15 thirds minus 10 thirds is 5 thirds. So, C is 5 thirds. And so my particular solution to the differential equation given in the beginning is y equals 3x minus 2 natural log absolute value x plus x cubed over 3. But now I can be more specific and say plus 5 thirds. So I just want to remind you that the solution to a differential equation is not c equals 5 thirds. And it's not y equals 3x minus 2 log x plus x cubed over 3 plus c. The solution is the antiderivative with a specific constant value of 5 thirds. So that's our second example of a differential equation. On this last example, I have a differential equation written in different notation, f double prime of x, equals x minus 2. And they gave me two pieces of information. And the reason why we need two pieces of information about the function and its derivative is because they gave me the second derivative of the original function. So you'll see as we go through here how to use this specific information. But for now, let's start with the fact that the second derivative of x equals x minus 2. Now, I can't jump straight from the second derivative to the original function. I have to backtrack step by step. So first, what do you think we can, we can find? First, we have to say, all right, what is f prime of x? And this is going to be very useful in the very next example, which is finally an application for you. So what is f prime of x if you're given that f double prime of x is x minus 2? So what did you differentiate to get x? That's x squared over 2, right? Minus, what did you differentiate with respect to x and get negative 2? That was negative 2x. Plus, you could have differentiated any kind of constant and gotten 0, right? So I say plus c, I'm going to call it c1. Okay, You can probably guess why I'm calling it c1 doesn't really matter you could call it C but we're going to have a couple of C's so I'm going to call this C1 Now you could go go on don't write this just watch for a minute if you want oops that's the wrong way if you want to find f of X from f prime of x now you can go backwards again right you could say x cubed over but this time you have a 2 down there already it's one half x cubed over 3 so it's x cubed over 6 minus. 2x squared over 2 plus, it's not plus c. It's actually plus c1x, isn't it? Because we're anti-differentiating again. And if you have a constant, the antiderivative with respect to x of a constant is the constant times x. So I'm going to stop here because now we got two unknowns here and it gets kind of messy. So instead, instead of doing this last line, which is why I asked you not to write it, I'm going to find c1 first. Do I have enough information to find c1? If you look at the original problem, there are two pieces of information given. And the first one is that f prime of 2 is 1. So that means when x is 2, the derivative of the function at 2 is 1. So that means f prime of 2 equals 1. But f prime of two also equals two squared over two minus, uh, that's way too much red, two squared over two minus two times x, and x is two, plus our constant c1. So x squared over two minus two times x plus c1 needs to equal one. So I simplify. 2 squared over 2 is 4 over 2, or 2, minus 4, plus C1. 1 equals negative 2 plus C1. So C1 equals what? C1 equals 3. So now I know specifically that f prime of x equals x squared over 2 minus 2x plus 3. That's the derivative of the original function. Now, it's like a puzzle, you know? It takes more than one step, but the procedure is always the same. You just have to go backwards and anti-differentiate, and then as soon as you get a constant in your answer, see if you can actually find out what that constant is using the information that's been given. So I'm almost there. Now, this is just like problems we've already done. So I'd like to encourage you to do the rest on your own before coming back and watching the solution f prime of x is x squared over 2 minus 2x plus 3. I've actually already done the antiderivative of this, except I I had c1 instead of 3. So find the antiderivative. Don't forget your constant. You can call it c2 if you'd like. And then use the information that you were given to find out what c2 is. All right, I'm trusting that you've done this. f of x is what did I differentiate to get x squared over 2? This can be thought of as 1 half x squared. So it's 1 half times x cubed over 3, for the, der- the antiderivative of x squared, minus 2x squared over 2 plus 3x plus a second constant now, c2. So when I simplify this, I have f of x is 1 sixth x cubed Minus 1x squared plus 3x plus c2. That's f of x. But I don't want c. I want to know specifically what c is. If I can, if if I don't have enough information, then I just leave it like that. But there's one piece of information I haven't used yet. f of 1 equals negative 1. So that means in place of x, I can put 1 and the result should be negative 1, and I can solve for C2. So if you haven't done this already, plug in 1 for x, plug in negative 1 for f of x, and solve for C2, and see what you get. When I do this, I get negative 1 for my y value, equals 1 6 times 1, minus 1 squared, plus 3, plus C2. So when I simplify, I actually can see right away that if I add 1 to both sides, these guys cancel out the negative 1 and the negative 1. So I really just have 3 and 1 6 on the right-hand side. So you can actually see that negative 3 and 1 6 is equal to C2, or if you'd like, 19 6 as a, an improper fraction. So C2 is sorry, negative sorry, 19 6 or negative 3 and a sixth and if you plug that in to uh, C2 then you have the solution to the differential equation and I'm going to need to erase the board actually to write my final answer I keep saying this but nobody ever gives me a million dollars so I guess my final answer is never right but I have f of x at least not right enough for TV equals one-sixth x cubed minus x squared plus 3x minus 19,6. That's the solution to the differential equation f double prime of x equals x minus 2, given the particular information f prime of 2 is 1, and f of 1 is negative 1. So now, now that we know how to solve differential equations, given particular information, given specific information about the function, now we can actually do applications. And this makes me happy because I get to um, talk about examples again with my favorite cartoon character, Wiley e. Coyote.